Hi, spooky friends. Lainey here, and I am so excited to do another feed drop of one of my favorite shows that I've been listening to and have also guest hosted on. That is a spooky tales. Now, another one of my favorite shows, like I just said, excited to get into the episode. So please make sure you support them. Rate, review, let them know I sent you. I love having bragging rights that my listeners are the best to be able to go and support other creators out there. And I really hope that you enjoy their show. Here is the Spooky Tales and Happy New Year. Hi, everyone. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of a Spooky Tales, the podcast about all things a spooky. Today's listener story was submitted to our Discord channel called Share Your Scary Story. So if you want an easy ass place to submit your scary story, you can do it on our Discord. Link is in the show notes. Or you can email us at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram. A couple of people just did that today. Um, Ooh, nice. But I didn't read their stories because my four year old has my phone because I give it to him. So he'd leave me alone to record this episode. <laughs> great parent here <laughs> no my, my i give my kids my phone too okay so yes that's where you can send your story now i will read this one where to begin i have so many stories please send them all she actually have sent a couple more but i'm only gonna read one today so we can space them out you know i guess the most recent one would have to be from six ish years ago a little background we live in a multi-generational home, and at the time, my parents, brother, sister-in-law, sister, aunt, cousin, grandma, my boyfriend, and myself all lived there. Totally normal for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for uh, Latino families. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma, towards the end of her life, died at least once a month. Oh my god. They'd revive her, and she was fine. What? Well, the day came, <laughs> right? Well, the day came when they were unable to revive her. She died in her room. It wasn't a shock. Everyone was ready. Six months later, my brother also died at home. Oh, my God. So sorry. Super surprising. He had an undetected heart issue. It hit us like a ton of bricks. At that time, my room was detached from the rest of the house. It was like a garage attachment. I would hear someone walking outside of the room around three or four in the morning. It sounded like my brother's footsteps. Sometimes when I would walk into the house and pass the back porch, I would hear ma my brother's voice calling for my mom. I would tell my parents everything that was happening and they would tell me to pray. He's probably stuck in purgatory. He needs help moving on. Forgot to mention his wife was seven months pregnant when he died. Oh my God. Oh, I didn't expect to cry so soon in this episode. Oh my God. I'm so sorry for your loss. And for his wife and that baby. That's hard. Okay. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's hard to read it. I can only imagine living this. Ugh. I would pray all the time and would tell him to leave me alone. I would have terrifying dreams of him passing behind me while I was looking in the mirror. Oh my God. It was a lot. One day, a lady came to her house and she said she had a message from us for my brother. This lady was one of my mom's friend's sister's sister, and she had a near-death experience. And after that, she was able to talk to spirits. So she came in and gave us each a message for my brother. His message to me was that we were really close and he missed us, but he was okay in a flower field. Cool. He was fine. The footsteps, ma, calling and dreams stopped for a while. Then they started up again. I felt him sitting on my bed, getting up from my bed. At this time, I was pregnant with my first child. It got so bad that I started sleeping in the living room because he wouldn't leave me alone. 
One day I was too tired and I felt him sit down on the bed and I told him out loud, I know it's you, but I'm too tired to deal with you. Just let me sleep. Go away. He did. I didn't hear him from then on until my son was maybe two months old and I had fallen asleep with my legs dangling from my bed and he whispered, put your feet up. (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe not the scariest story at the time. That shit was terrifying. Haven't heard him since. I think he's finally at rest. I'm so glad that he finally seems to have found peace. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, I I honestly, I would be like, I think part of me feels like I would want to hear my brother, but I would also feel like super scared. So I'd be like, (laughs) I love you, but yeet. But get out. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I do wish though? Because they say like people will visit you in your dreams. Mm -hmm. I think that I'd be fine with. Yeah, that I'm fine with. Yeah. Like, I know Carmen has, and like one of my cousins also has, they've dreamt with my grandpa. And I'm like, I want to dream with my grandpa, but I haven't. But I also don't remember any of my dreams. So, but I would love that. I would, yeah, that would be sweet. My mom dreams of her cousin all the time and her grandmother. Uh, Oh, yeah. Have we even said today's topic? I don't think so. I don't think so. Whoops, I meant to say that at the top. My bad. Uh, Haunted stores? Yeah, haunted stores. I only have stores from Mexico. Well, I've seen them in Mexico, but I think they're all over Latin America. But I have stories from the same stores. How many stories do you have? I have two. Because the second one that, remember the one that I was like, oh, about the haunted piñata store? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I'm covering. I had no idea it was like a whole ass case, like with lots of incidents. And I was like, Ooh, oh, my God, exciting. like, I didn't know this story was this, uh, this deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK, so this one's a short one. As a, the first story is on Burlington Go Factory in Stockton. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, because we've mentioned it in passing, but I don't think we've shared like the full story. Yeah. So um, if you guys been listening to a spooky for long enough, you know that we have a conspiracy. <laughs> About about all all Burlington Coat Factories being haunted. Yes. All of them. They're like vortexes for the paranormal. Can't nobody like tell me otherwise. Yeah. All. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> uh, there are a few employees who have alleged experiences at this particular Burlington. According to one former employee, there's a little girl who haunts the kids clothing and toy section of the store. There's there's also a transparent adult figure and a teenage girl. One night around 11.30 p.m., working alone in my de- department, which was in the baby department, I got midway down one particular aisle to put something away. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw something walking about four feet away from me. As I turned to look in the direction of the movement, I saw a transparent adult figure, and as soon as I laid eyes on it while walking, it disappeared. I had hairs standing up on my neck when we all got to the break room for... The person said release, but I'm pretty sure they... Would it be for, like, the end of the shift or or break? I think so. Yeah, like... They're using fancy words here. <laughs> another <laughs> another employee said about the same time I saw the apparition, he saw a teenage girl squatting down, hiding from someone. So he thought it was another employee. But when he saw her, he turned around and she had vanished. So what I'm guessing is that there are more than one ghost haunting the store. And it also sounds like this teenage girl was hiding from the adult. That's creepy. Yeah. Like a ghost scared of a ghost. Yeah. And a lot of like times people say like if... um. Like an evil spirit will have a like one of the the other spirits trapped there. Yes. So that's what it's that. that's what it sounds like. It's creepy. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it either. Maybe there was like a house built there before. 
that was torn down to make like a shopping mall or something. I'm trying to remember what I read about it, and I cannot remember if I'm confusing that. I didn't find much inf- for information uh-huh. on it, but like it's not unheard of yeah. for for people to like sell their homes and like a, a, a whole lot, and then like it turns into retail stores. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking of a Goodwill in somewhere else in California that used to be like a farm or something, and then like someone was a, a kid, a girl was rent over and when it was a farm and then they built you know stores over that land and the goodwill sits on top of where that happened and her ghost is said to haunt this goodwill but yeah not a burlington a goodwill that was not in stockton that was like you know what it might have been a walmart i'm sorry i have read too many store stories (laughs) (laughs) they're all jumbled up in my brain no but it goes to the point that like the land is sometimes what's haunted and it doesn't matter what you build on top of it yeah, because now I'm thinking that was actually a Walmart in like Oxnard. <laughs> <laughs> Oxnard of all places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that where the paranormal paranormal activity four takes place? Was I think that so. I, I want to say yeah. it was. It was somewhere in that area. It, it makes sense if it was Oxnard, but I think it was. <laughs> kind of, it's, it's a weird uh. place. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird in general without the paranormal. Yes. <laughs> I have different stories from, I don't know if you've seen them, MJ, but Las Tienda Oxo. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> seen them. Yeah. Okay. It's like a gas station slash store. I mean, think like, I don't know. Costco? Oh my God. No. Um, Like Shell. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like a liquor store. I thought it was like, like a store and I was like, Costco has their own gas. My bad. I should have said like, a, no, good, excellent price. Fred Meyer up here too is pretty good, decent price on gas. Mm-hmm. No, like a gas, like a little small, tiny convenience store Ooh, with okay. the gas station in it. So really, really just gas station. Although some of them don't have gas, some of them are just like a little tiendita. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have that when you go inside. That's what they look like, like an AM PM. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. I got you it. know the same kind of stuff, but you know, and and I mean they're not just in Mexico; they're everywhere. But these convenience stores slash gas stations are all over Latin America. They apparently originated in Monterrey. I didn't know that, and um, it's the largest chain of convenience stores in all of Latin America. And so, of course, there's going to be paranormal stories about these stores. Mm-hmm. So. These are all from different, like four different videos from Mundo Creepy on love YouTube. It. Love it. Yeah, honestly, really good YouTube channel. I love all the all the Mexican YouTube channels Me too. because they all tell stories the same way, and I'm here for it. I can't do it. They're so enthusiastic, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Actually, I have tried before. Cuenta la leyenda. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, that accent though is so good, and it makes the, the storytelling like just you know you know you you're hearing a good story when they have yes. that accent. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you though, like there is from to me there is no better YouTube channel that tells scary stories in Spanish than Relatos de la Noche. <laughs> that's just that's like I don't know your favorite. It's just really good. Yeah. I don't know what the guy, the host, looks like. Uh, I also don't know his name. I just think he sounds like he's hot, but I don't know if he is. <laughs> so when I'm listening to the stories, I'm like, man, yeah, I'm going to listen to this like person that I imagine is hot tell me this scary story. So that's <laughs> probably why I like the stories so much. Uh, but they're good stories, too. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, these are all from Mundo Creepy. And they're about Oxo, Oxo stores. So... 
This one is from, and their listeners sent them all in. So I'll link the, each, each of their videos has like five or six. And I just picked like, I picked a couple from all the different videos mm-hmm. and I'll link them in the show notes if I remember. Cause I say that and then I forget to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to remember though. So this is from one of their listeners called Arthur or Arthur. I don't know. It's spelled Arthur. Say us. Anyway. Four years ago, an OXO opened up by my house. One day when I went to buy something, a strange woman approached the cashier. She was about 70 years old with short black curly hair, sunglasses and a jacket. She was talking super fast. The cashier even told her to slow down because he didn't understand her. When he said that to her, she froze. Then she stared at him and pulled out a goofy toy from her purse and threw it at the cashier. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. She started laughing hysterically. It it just gets more, it gets worse. Then got into a crouching position and and started jumping up and down like an animal. It was all very strange. She laughed her way out of the store. We all stood there confused and frightened. After that night, people began telling stories of things flying off the shelves on their own. But the strangest thing to me was that that cashier was never seen again. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But also, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. That was, I mean, like, I would have, like, definitely got out my phone and been like, are you, are you looking at this? Right. And I mean, it was four years ago, so who wasn't carrying their phone around? Yeah. Okay, and then this other one was sent in by Jesus Martinez. I worked at an OXO a few years ago, usually third shift. I liked it. It was easy. One night, I was there with my friend. We were stalking, working quietly. It was cold and raining, so the night was quiet. Nobody was coming in. Around 2 a.m., a woman walked in with a girl that looked about 7. The girl was asking to use the restroom. And the woman said they were traveling and there were no other gas stations nearby. We thought the little girl had a strange look to her, but we ignored it. They came out and the little girl was crying a lot. We figured it was because she wanted candy or something like that. They dragged her out of the store and left and we continued working. A few days later, we were watching the news at work and there was an announcement about a little girl that had been kidnapped. I saw her picture and felt chills. It was the girl that we saw come in on that night. I still think about it to this day. Oh, no. Yeah, not paranormal. Just horrifying to experience because... That's real life horror, They though. didn't know. Yeah, yeah. This is like real life uh, horror. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would feel terrible about it every day. <laughs> Same. I, but they didn't know. Like, there's I really know, nothing they could have done. Like, but it, still, right? It haunts you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I need some therapy to get over it. So this next one didn't have a name of who sent it in. It was just titled Cuarto Frio. And this is the thing that I couldn't remember what it was called in English. Mm. And I think it's either just a walk-in fridge or walk-in freezer. Mm-hmm. One of the two. I don't know what I wrote down either. <laughs> so my first job was 12 years ago at an OXO store. It was a night shift, though I started in the day shift. But after some time, I was suddenly moved from day shift to night shift without notice. The guy who had been working nights suddenly quit, just like the guy before him. Mm. My suspicious (laughs) red flag. flag. Oh, my God. We just said that at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh carmen mj's my twin now no <laughs> i know she's listening so she's gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> all right back to the story my supervisor stayed with me on my first night shift to show me the ropes, especially because after this shift, I would be the only one at the store. Oh, hell Unlike- no. No. <laughs> right. no. You're like, you better double my pay. Yeah, this is a uh, red flag number two. <laughs> Unlike the day shift. Everything was fine that first night and the second shift. On my third shift, the first one by myself, things were fine at first. But while I was at the register... I heard a sound coming from the walk-in freezer. Oh, God. Like someone was trying to get out. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I went to look. I left the door open while I looked around, and that's when I heard things falling from the shelves out front. Nothing was in the walk-in freezer, so I went back to the front, thinking some drunk customer had come in and knocked things over. But when I got there, no one was there. I was so annoyed at the fact that I had to pick everything up off the floor that I forgot about the noise in the freezer and the fact that something knocked the things off the shelf and I saw nothing. I went home when my shift was over and didn't think about anything that had happened that night, at least not for a while. The rest of the week was normal until night six. I heard the walk-in freezer door again. It sounded like something wanted to get out, needed to get out. It was pounding. Like the other night, only this time there was screaming. Oh. A woman screaming like she was trapped. Horrified, I ran to the freezer, opened the door. At first I saw nothing. And suddenly there was the face of a woman. But something was off. Something was uncanny about her. I was so scared I screamed and closed the door. I ran to the register and I called my boss. I asked him to find someone to cover the rest of my shift. Or even just someone to come work with me. I didn't want to be alone. I had never experienced something like this. He refused. And instead, I got written up because I closed and went home. Oh <laughs> I mean, God. same. I don't yeah. fucking blame him. I would have left immediately. I wouldn't even have called. Like, no. <laughs> the next day, I asked to switch shifts, but my boss refused. I quit on the spot. It's been 12 years. I've never gone back to that cursed store. That boss sucks. Yeah, I, that boss knows it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to go in. <laughs> I wonder what happened to the fourth guy. Right? Yeah. I mean, everyone quit that. that job. There's a reason. Yeah, everyone has quit the night shift. They should just not be open at night. Yeah. Bam. Solution solved. Nobody's going in anyway. <laughs> but I would have been like at least like a little bit of yelling towards the ghost because this thing made me clean up. Like, listen, I'm a lazy bitch. True. You're going to make me clean up? We're fighting. <laughs> you pick this up. <laughs> you made this mess. <laughs> if you can drop it, you can pick it up. Exactly. Probably. And I'll get to <laughs> mopping. <laughs> okay. You're not work you're not living here for free. You have to work. No. Exactly. Just because you're dead and you're a ghost now doesn't mean capitalism is over. <laughs> That's the truth. That's ghost. forever. Capitalism yeah, cap- is forever. Capital- <laughs> And that's the real horror story. Oh, my God. (laughs) Poor ghost. (laughs) (laughs) For all eternity. (laughs) And beyond. (laughs) Oh, my God. It reminds me of what's it called? Uh, uh, Beetlejuice, where they're they're stuck in like a uh, like if a certain way you die, like if you off yourself, Mm -hmm. 
you yeah. get stuck at the like the ghost version of the DMV forever for all eternity as your job. Nightmare. But yeah, I mean that's yeah, exactly what. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to our little haunted break. Okay, so uh, my next story is called La Tienda de Mario, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us have heard of it, have seen the videos from this place. But Mario Lara is the owner of a piñata store in Mexico named La Tienda de Mario, which translates to Mario's store. That was, I I, I feel like even our non-Spanish speakers would have gotten that. It's too late, though. You already said it. (laughs) (laughs) This case is pretty well documented and has been around for a while. Uh, Several CCTV videos came out of of this place. Uh, Some of them are weird, and one in particular is pretty terrifying. Mario opened this store relatively recently, and I want to say like 2018, 2019. And this all began with a strange post from Mario on Facebook. It's a 20-second video of a dark-lit room with a piñata propped up on a wall and two candles, one on each side of the piñata. The caption on the video reads, Amigos, esta es la piñata sospechosa amaneció tirada en la escena. Ya me dijeron que que le prenda veladoras y le rece. Deseame suerte, ya viene un padre también a bendecir el local. Which, okay. for our Spanish challenge friends, <laughs> translates to friends, this is, this, is, this is the suspicious piñata that was found on the floor this morning. I was told to light some candles and pray. Wish me luck. The piñata is a Moana-inspired piñata. And so you guys can go off an image in your head. So imagine a... Mm-hmm. Moana. 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 Yeah. Was it like a piñata of Moana? Yeah, it's supposed to be a piñata of Moana. Okay, but, but like, not like licensed. Like, yes, okay. <laughs> I have the exact image in my head. Who didn't have an unlicensed Batman or Power <laughs> Rangers, SpongeBob? Pinata, yeah. Pinata growing up. <laughs> yes. Um, and I uh, sent you, if you want to open the thing so you can look at the, the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. There. <laughs> We will be posting this. She's yellow. <laughs> Unlicensed AF. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want this piñata. Actually, I do get myself a piñata every um <laughs> birthday. They go on out and pick out a piñata for me to break. Um, so love maybe it. this will be my next one. <laughs> and then um, Mario then puts the piñata in question, propped up, and locks the door. The next day, he finds some piñata on the floor. This can easily be explained that it was just off balance and fell. Mario uploads another video with a more detailed explanation of what's going on. He describes the piñata as... Endemoniada, which for our Spanish challenge friends, yes, means possessed. (laughs) He goes on to explain that the piñata, no matter where it's placed, would end up knocked over. For those who don't who don't grow up with piñatas or never want to buy one, piñatas are often hung from the ceiling. Like, I don't know why, but they are. Because you need to break them. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I mean, like in the store, like you have rows and rows. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, how else would you store them? I don't know. How? I, yeah, good point. But like for yeah. n- for people who never went to buy a piñata or been into a Mexican store, the piñatas are hung in the on the ceiling or hanging up top. Yeah, well, it's because you got to fit everything else on the shelf. Yeah, and there's no room for piñatas. Yeah, yeah. So they're just hanging up there. <laughs> And um, Mario like would hang this piñata in question and it would just end up on the floor. Sometimes it would just be that single piñata, but other times it would be a few piñatas and the possessed piñata. So no matter what he did, whether he tied it, whether he left it on the floor, it would like end up eventually knocked over. There was no tying Moana down. She wanted to be free. She wanted to be free. (laughs) (laughs) Which would scare him as it often hooked or on a cord or tie. Someone needs to physically move it in order to get it. And this was terrifying to him and rightly so. The paranormal activity would also start manifesting in other ways. While tiles seemed to have been ripped off the wall, he would go on to record himself placing the piñata in the bathroom and propping it against the wall, closing the door and waiting so he could show that no matter what happened and what he did, it would end up knocked over. That can be explained easily, but at this point, at the least, it's psychological for him. Like he believes it. Yeah, he believes it. He also goes into in explore the back room of the store, goes on to say that he hears strange things in the area. Two days later, Mario begins to find long black hair all over his store. Oh, no. And he does take video. So um, I got this from a YouTube channel. Like they compiled all of this together. Like oh, amazing. Cool. I've all fr- his footage? Yeah, all the footage. And Sweet. when and. If you guys can go research this by yourselves, because the videos are super long. They're each like 20 to 30 minutes. So Ooh. it's and there's three of them so far. So it's mm. it's a watch. And he shows like the pictures on this on his Facebook. The following month, Mario uploads another video. This one from the CCTV where an employee is seen stocking shelves and a pack of paper towels was thrown at her. Damn. His CCTV system would then later catch the culprit behind the long black hair. What he caught on his camera was so unsettling. I remember first watching it on Paranormal Con camera and my stomach sank. It was just gross. The camera is pointed at a group of piñatas on the floor and there seems to be some interference while recording. But it clears up for a moment and then this thing slowly pops up from the group of piñatas and then there's some more interference and then it's gone. Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. I asked my husband what he would call it and he was like, a lot of nope. Uh, <laughs> love it. And I was like, I need a name. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> But I would call it a ghoul. It looks like a ghoul yeah. to me. Um, it looks fucking creepy. Se ve como uh, Momo. <laughs> yeah. But what, but in a ponytail, not a yes. Right? Let me look again. Yeah, with the with some uh, bangs. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, got a haircut. But yeah, yeah, got an updo or I don't yeah. even know. She put that. Um, she's working that ponytail. That's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> Work that updo. <laughs> Mario then later returns with his phone in hand, recording. He's entering the store, and he tried to turn on the lights, and they seem to not turn on. Mm-mm. That is called the red flag. 
Pues así yo no entro. I am not going in <laughs> no, like that. No, me either. And especially after the video, because he's getting these CCTV updates to his phone, directly linked. Okay, so he can watch what's happening in the store on his phone. And he saw this and he was like, let me and go investigate. Like, what? Sir? Yeah. Sir. He he saw Momo in there and he was like, I'm going in. I'm like, no, please. I'm, sir, I'm, you're not you, a ghostbuster. You know what this reminds you of? That little, mm. like the, the little Mexican girl who had a Momo birthday party. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> no Fs given. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, this is why women live longer than men. Yeah, because we simply would not go in. So Mario then goes to the back room to where the possessed piñata is. And as he's recording, he pans up and sees that there's this humanoid thing. He screams and runs. No. Mm -mm. The light's not turning on with red flags, but the story does not end there. Oh, it continues. Okay. Um, So Mario keeps going. So (laughs) Mario keeps fucking around and finding out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mario. Mario had a cell in the piñatas, and all of them but the Moana piñata sold. Nobody wants yeah, Moana. Nobody wants Moana. So a shaman named Alberto Figueroa bar- borrowed borrowed the piñata uh-huh. <laughs> to investigate and took it to his home. Alberto later unfriended Miguel on social media, then ignored and blocked his calls. Mario needed to contact Alberto because once the piñata was sold, the activity became more dangerous. Hmm. And before Alberto borrowed the piñata, he told Mario that he was there to help. He told Mario and the employees that they needed to leave while he did a cleansing of the place. And Mario doesn't know if uh, moving the Moana piñata angered whatever was there or if it's the side effect of the ritual performed by Alberto. So, hmm. So Alberto was trying to steal Moana or what? Well, he like he said he was going to borrow it to like see what's going on in the store but then he blocked mario on everywhere yeah which is why i'm like why why does he want moana like why would you want to steal a piñata yeah hmm. it isn't was he really even a shaman or was he like evil and he's like this <laughs> me and moana we're gonna do evil things now <laughs> it's my evil minion <laughs> yeah and it's a piñata oh my mm-hmm. god um <laughs> And it's a yellow Moana piñata. <laughs> Mario continues to record more and more activity in the, his shop. Piñatas moving by themselves, boxes being thrown. It was a lot, so he commissioned another Moana piñata in hopes that it would calm the activity down. But rarely are things easy. Mario puts the new Moana piñata in front of the security camera for the night, but was captured is disturbing. And this I sent to you. I don't know if you could see uh, in the videos they sent you, but a Moana just standing in front of like a wall with with like merchandise. Yes. You can see the Moana doll propped up against the wall, fall over, then dragged by an invisible force towards the back room. The next day after reviewing the footage, Mario and a friend go to investigate. They look around the store for the piñata, but it cannot be found, which Mario isn't happy about because he thinks it's in the sealed off area of the store. The back room. They see that these cardboard panels that they used to block off the area at the bottom of one of the panels is a little piñata hand. Mario walks towards it and walks into the back room and sees that Moana Piñata 2.0 is shred to pieces. Hmm. I would have been like, nope. Do you see the video? Mm-mm. Yeah, I just, I was watching it as you were saying that. Fuck that shit. 
And then, <laughs> and then like the the poor Moana 2.0 is just like ripped to pre- pieces. Like the only thing that they could see to to see where she went was the little ripped off piñata arm. Mm-hmm. Poor Moana 2.0 is no more. She was killed. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Pobrecita. <laughs> when all hope is lost, at last, Alberto reached back out to Mario. He's going to give him back the original piñata. However, Alberto refuses to go back to the store and return it. Hmm. Yeah, well, like, like jackass. He's, this is weird. He borrowed... <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, well, yeah, no, you have to come get it. Alberto gives Mario some GPS coordinates. He tells him, I'm not dropping it off at your store. You want it? Here is where it will be inside a bag, inside of a car. Why is he being so weird about it? I don't know. But like in a bag, inside of a car, in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like paranormal aside, that sounds like he's going to get murdered. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Trying to get Moana 1.0 back. (laughs) The OG Moana. <laughs> Yellow Moana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both Moanas were unlicensed, by the way. <laughs> Just so oh, we're clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mario then hops in the, his car and goes to the location. It's in the middle of nowhere. Dirt road. No lighting. The only lighting is his car for a while. It's the middle of the night, but Mario is desperate. He's hoping this piñata will calm down whatever is in the store. He finally reached his destination. And as Alberto said, it was inside a rusty shell of a car. Mario puts the piñata in his trunk and begins to drive back. He's recording everything and you can see the ghoul from the video in his backseat. Mario's oblivious to this. He's he's like panicking doing to, due to the road being isolated. And he's doing his best to push through the panic. However, it becomes hard for him to push through because you can hear in his video a very loud, horrifying scream. He begins to panic and does his best to calm down until he finally reaches the store. His hope starts to dwindle again as none of this stops the paranormal incidents from happening. Weird noises, door slamming, same old stuff. He decides to adopt two cats, uh, a gray cat named Milaneso and a tabby named Mr. Lingout. I don't, I don't. (laughs) I don't know. There's a there's a saying that pets can tell when there's paranormal stuff happening. They can see things that we cannot. And Mr. Lingout is seen having a negative reaction to something. He's like on high alert, ready to attack or ready to run. Mario at this point also starts having health problems and lots of nosebleeds. He goes Mm. on to explain his situation more. He says that the previous owner had similar paranormal experiences. And is why they ended up selling the place to him. And that it's just a haunted place. He also mentions that many of the previous owners have similar stories. However, he thinks his is more dangerous. I think he's stuck around the longest, honestly. (laughs) That's why it's the most dangerous, (laughs) because he stayed the longest. (laughs) Yeah. The paranormal activity has now started to follow him outside the store. He's like... He's like us. He's listening to Doja Cat in his car and he's jamming to his music, (laughs) going to his destination. This is when he starts experiencing paranormal activity in his car. He does his best to take out his phone and start recording and the music begins to distort. It slows down. It becomes weird. And that is when a voice comes through 
And I can't fully tell what it says, but it sounds, I'll do my best to interpret it. Uh, to me, it sounds like me va matar. Yeah, that's the same uh, conclusion that I arrived at too. Which was weird. It's, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> Why did you just start cutting off right after this part? Yeah, like. That's weird. Yeah. And he continues to have a lot of CCTV recordings from the store at night when it's closed. A TV monitor turning on by itself. At one point, some people claim to see faces on the monitor. The security camera footage doesn't show anything on the screen, in my opinion. It's just a yeah. blank white screen with a window that pops up in the corner. But you can't see like any detail, anything. There is one incident that happens while Mario's in the store and the monitor turns on by itself. One of the cats start reacting to something in the room. Mario goes to the monitor and you can only see static for a while. It's only static. And then there's like this blackout of what I can only describe as something going through the monitor, like walking through the monitor. Oh, huh. And Mario starts asking questions and the TV starts reacting. And there's this horrible scream and voice coming through. Again, I can't tell what it says. It just sounds like words or, or somebody trying to talk but it's screaming and it's also really like demonic sounding it's weird you no i would have like sold that place not too long after mario put his original monodol in front of one of the cameras and that night he caught it catching on fire spontaneously and burning to ashes in the middle of the back room he had to go to the store in the middle of the night because the fire alarms went off and you see just the ashes of the piñata. It's wow. Weird. Mm-mm. Like it's like all the red flags and Mario's like, "Yeah, I still have a store." I mean, at that point, I would have just made it a tourist destination, <laughs> uh made a ghost tour out of it, charged people to start investigating. Seriously. And yeah, go from like piñata store to I would paranormal do. um like get your own free haunted piñata or yeah, like yeah. haunted piñatas two for one sale cuz surely nobody's going here to buy piñatas anymore so at the very least you can start charging people for ghostly experiences <laughs> yes <laughs> he needs to make money <laughs> he ne- he should and this is so far what i have found the last update to the store was roughly 2 years ago and this case has been oh, wow. ongoing since 2019 there's videos circulating of a female employee who's going through merchandise boxes or a box i can't remember what it looks like just you know boxes in a mm-hmm. store and in that video something invisible grabs her leg and starts like uh pulling her to the back room a lot of people associate this video with la tienda de mario but i couldn't find when this took place, but you can you can see them on a piñata in the background, so it could be. Oh, but you know, damn. And Mario has since deleted his Facebook, or he where where he was updating everybody. There is another video going around about someone who's investigating the place, or it could have been Mario himself. And it's in the dark, and they're filming, and there there's this ghoul holding a piñata. I don't know if it's edited or not. It could be, it could very well be. But yeah, this is as far as I know. And as far as information goes, because he did delete his socials. Everything. Yeah. Now, a lot of people go there to investigate. But I also feel like a lot of the videos are edited, you know, not, yeah. not, not maybe not by Mario, but by people who, who go there and claim they they have something. I'm like, first of all, that looks like CGI. But okay. 
Uh, and the store, I believe, is located in Guadalajara. So for those of you who want to go investigate, have fun. But remember, take the story with a grain of salt. Yeah, like it's entertaining to watch, but there are ways to to fabric almost everything that's happening in every single one of these videos. Yeah, and a lot of people who go to investigate are clearly use like editing on the computer because I'm like, ain't no way, ain't no way. It looks too like your 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 entire video is fuzzy because it's dark, but the one thing you're looking for is like clear. No. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a little suspicious. Yeah, like the one with the the pinata being pulled away. Like, yeah, there's just ways to make all these things happen. But entertaining to follow nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like this is going to be like a new legend, you know, in the area. Like, oh, that place is haunted and people are going to go visit it. I'll have to try and find this store. Yeah. Just for funsies. When I'm in Guadalajara. Yeah. I was going to go in July, but instead I'm going to go in December because my mom said that there's more cockroaches in July. (laughs) Oh, no. Ew. And you know what? Last time I was there in October, I didn't see a single one. So I'm not going in They'll go back to hell in the fall and winter. I'm so scared of them. They're the the giant garden ones, huh? Fucking hate those. They're giant ones. They fucking fly. Oh, what the fuck? What? Since when do cockroaches fly? No. I, I mean, this is new information for Hold me. On. Fuck that shit. Do Mexican, do Mexican cockroaches fly? Is what I'm googling. Fuck that shit. Burn like, it. It's a common search that came up. Damn, I guess they don't fly. Well, I fucking seen them. Unless, unless people told me that I, they do have wings. I know that ants fly or can fly ants, but fuck that shit. I can deal with other bugs flying, but cockroaches is a huge nope for me. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Oh, bright green Cuban cockroaches fly. Oh, hell no. I just like, no. It's just like, have a flamethrower at you at all times. Or like, have you seen those handheld bug zappers? Yeah, I was going to take one with me. They're like, (laughs) that'll be me. Just zapping bugs. They're so gross. They're so <laughs> gross. I hate bugs. Yeah. But not spiders. Those are cool. They all scare me. I don't mind spiders because they eat the bugs I don't like. I still am scared of them. <laughs> uh, um, I forgot that uh, lovely Dawn, our uh, writer, did send me a story. So I'm going to read that one. Which is actually also in Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Te Amono Cafe in Guadalajara, Mexico. So I guess it, this place closed its doors sometime last year. But before doing so, they were featured in an episode of Cazador Paranormal. And this is a paranormal show on YouTube. So this place, I guess it's not a place anymore, but it was located on Elisa Flores. That's the street and in Guadalajara. And they had different types of coffee and sweets. And they they had 100 reviews on Google and a, a rating of 4.1. <laughs> but the team that went to investigate were not there for the coffee menu. They were there for the so-called paranormal activity that the manager and other employees had experienced while working at the location. Samuel Soto Lopez, the manager of Teamono Cafe, said most of the activity starts in between 10 and 11 p.m. when employees were wrapping up for the day and getting ready to close. Employees said that they saw lights flicker on and off and plates fly off kitchen shelves. 
Lopez also told the Casador Paranormal team that um, he's been trying to uh, rent the lower floor. I guess it's in the upstairs floor. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he'd been trying to rent it for over a year, but people that visited the location would feel weird when they, as soon as they got inside, there was like vibes. The vibes were off. Nobody wanted to rent it. And then before renting the store, the owners had told Lopez that they had come across a man with a sombrero on the lower floor. And another employee was touched uh, by something in the bathroom. But when she turned around, there was nothing there. I'd be throwing hands. She, yeah. She left that day and she never came back. <laughs> Smart choice. Yeah. <laughs> and she left uh, the manager, Lopez, a voicemail telling him she wasn't coming back, but begged him to meet her at another location so she could pick up her last check because she didn't want to go back at all to go get it. And I hope he did it because... She must have been terrified to not even go like yeah. pick up her check. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the producers or the paranormal team brought in a, a medium named Karen. And she said that there was more than one entity at this location. And there was high activity in the bathroom. And this episode aired in 2018, but uh, the cafe, they didn't make it. I don't know when they officially closed, but they're not open anymore. Mm. Probably because of all the hauntings. And COVID, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, but it's the, it looks pretty. And it's so sad that like it looks so well taken care of everything and they had to lose that. Yeah. So I guess those are our stories. Do you have any spooky recommendations this week? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I've been listening to this podcast called, well, two of them. So one is called, uh, fudge. One is called Nightlight Podcast. Mm -hmm. And they're like, horror, well, actually the whole podcast is, um, black horror authors Mm -hmm. send in their stories and narrate them. So it's like only stories from black writers, Mm -hmm. all horror. Love that. And then it has like sound design. Um, it's, and they're like 28 minute stories, like. Um, so I sometimes put those on when I'm like about to go to sleep and just when I reach the end of the episode, I'm like asleep already, but they're really good. So that's the one definitely recommend it. And then the other one is called Knife Point Horror. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like the beginning, the first episodes are shorter, but then later on, they're like 50 minute, one hour episodes, Um, just like one long story. The guy does something with his audio where it just sounds almost like a old recorder or something uh-huh. like he's talking into an old recorder. There's a little bit of sound design, not a lot, but just the way he's telling these stories and the way they sound are super creepy. There was one that I heard listened to about this guy. He goes back to an old his old town for a little bit and he is just try- I think he like maybe doesn't have a job and he's looking for some work and this guy offers him money to video to video record with him for a day like be his videographer Mm -hmm. and he like he's like fine i guess i need the job and it's like 500 bucks for the day which is like really good so he goes and then there's a contract he has to sign and it's like you can't tell anyone what you saw today and what you see might change your life forever do not believe anything you see tonight and he's like what the fuck but he goes and like when he, uh, the longer he spends time with this guy, like the town starts changing. They're in the woods, and then suddenly the woods are like not the same anymore. They're the hell? bigger. They're like there's curves where there was no curves before. The woods seem never ending, and they're like hunting some being that's like this little girl that went missing years ago. But she's not a girl. She's like 
evil and like a demon and and the the town is like cursed because of her Mm. and she's not the only one that's like this like i was like damn this is good how do people write this shit that's oh like i gotta add that yeah it's really good and just uh the only thing i can't stand is because like and i don't think not all his episodes have it some episodes do where i don't and you'll you'd have to listen to it and maybe if someone else has listened to it and maybe I'm not the only one who pays too much attention to this, but it's like he adds a crackling effect or something. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. stories. And it just sounds like mouth clicks to me. It's like he added it and the entire episode has like this crackling sound. And I'm like, oh, my God, my ears are exploding. But I like the story. So what is it called again? What's the thing called? Knife Point Horror. And the cover art is so creepy, too. Point. Ooh, OK, got it. You found oh, it? Ew, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you see the cover art, uh, but it's it's good. Just if you can get past, if you're not like, if sounds don't hurt your ears like a fucking weirdo, then you could probably listen to it. But, um, and it's not all his episodes, but some of them I'm like, oh my god, I can't because I'm gonna, it's crackling. I'm gonna is play painful. this while I finish up my wallpaper. <laughs> yes, do it. It's so creepy. I've listened to. Uh, I think it's called like the old town or the town, and there was like one that was like forest or something like that. I've sent, I've listened to several, I'm but um, to the whole thing. Yeah, just... they're good, but warning about that crackling noise because sometimes I just can't. Pa- no, get past no, it. I understand <laughs> what you mean. Like sometimes it becomes uh, you become overstimulated uh, uh by the auditory sounds. I get it. Yeah, I'm like, it legit hurts my ears. And Kyle's no, like, yeah. no, sound doesn't hurt your ears. And I'm like, shut, I'm like, shut listen, up. Kyle, no, there, no. And there's some sounds that cause a physical like response to them, like to pain. Uh, for me, like um, the whizzing of electronics, I could handle it for a while. But after a, a certain point, I just can't. It's like physical pain. I don't notice it except fluorescent lights. Oh, yes, I can hear them. They have a very distinct sound to the them hum. that I'm like, ugh. I, don't, yeah. I hate the hum. But to me, nothing is... Because, you know, like, there's, like, that nails on the chalkboard mm-hmm. sound that gives you that reaction. Uh, people scratching their plates when they're eating. <gasps> yes, oh, my God. Yes, My ears uh falling off. Like, they're going to explode. I also hate that the sound and, of uh-huh. dripping water. Oh, that doesn't bother me That, that bothers um, me. Like, if it, I, I can't stand the drip, drip. Oh, I can't stand that. You know, this is why I don't understand. Like, obviously, people like things, their own things and are into whatever. But like ASMR, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, no. ASMR makes my skin crawl. I was just about to say that it makes my skin crawl. I'm like, I don't know. I even I will scroll past like because there's TikTok videos of people opening things. And but it sounds like they're making extra sounds on purpose. I can't. Yeah. I scroll past them. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is too much. <laughs> it's too much noise. I don't know. What is what would you call it? Like noise pollution to me i don't know i don't know i feel like i I have a i think it's called misophonia i don't know well let me double check if that's what it's called misophonia misophonia a disorder where certain sounds trigger emotional or physiological responses that some might perceive as unreasonable so like some some noises make me rage like yeah i'm just like i want to punch something right now that noise is just driving me crazy oh also the hum of refrigerators when they're cooling i don't know why i hate that sound okay here are common trigger sounds uh chewing food loud noisily yes Yes. uh ticking on a clock yes sometimes yes uh heavy breathing 
um yes i can't stand when ceo type podcast people will be talking and they like fucking take an extra loud breath when they're about to say something i'm like why are you doing that why is that in the episode they're like (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, people people uh, doing that with their nose yeah i I don't uh, know why what is it called i don't know whatever that is called that my kids are sick right now so i've been hearing yeah Yeah. i've been hearing it a lot (laughs) just like tapping fingers or toes that doesn't bother me Mm. uh clicking pens don't bother Mm. me because i'm usually the one clicking them unknowingly and someone's like fucking stop and i'm like oops (laughs) sorry (laughs) my bad water dripping water dripping is on here (laughs) water dripping makes me feral smacking lips yeah smacking lips i'm like i can't do it rustling of paper or plastic Plastic. Plastic, yes. The, yeah, the wrestling of plastic, I can't. I want to rip my ears off. Uh, but paper doesn't bother me. Like, the the sound of a plastic container opening. Oh, I don't know why. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I just, I, it makes, uh, gives me goosebumps. Yeah, I hate it. Anyway, enough. Well, let us know what sounds make you crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know. Should we announce the book? Oh my god, thanks for remembering. I forgot again. <laughs> Yes, our next book club book is The Haunting of Alejandra by V.R. Oh, wait, no, sorry, V. It's just V. v huh? Yeah, V. Castro. Why do I always want to add an R to her name? By V. Castro. The cover, beautiful. Gorgeous. I have not started it. Carmen finished it. She said it was amazing. MJ, where are you at? I am on page 35. I thought it was farther than that, but now I'm on page 35. And I have like already raged at this book a little bit because <laughs> oh my god it mm. you'll you guys will know once you read it i'm like so frustrated for the main character and i just that's what carmen said i want to fight everybody for Dang. her all right i'm excited I'm for like, this you know what main she character also mentioned it was like a shorter book it is it, wasn't it is super pretty long. short like the writing is uh is very how can it like i don't know like it's easy to breeze through okay yeah, she read it fast. So I'm like, oh, my God, I have to buy the book. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's it's so frustrating. Her situation will just make you want to rip those around her to shreds. Oh, man. OK, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading this. I'm just, I'm going to get it. I'm buying it right now cause before I forget again. <laughs> I might as well get the Kindle version. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And don't don't go buying a yellow uh, knockoff Moana because she might be possessed. <laughs> stay as spooky and we will catch everyone next time bye bye